Hey family, it's your boy J-Rated R, and yes, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. On Pharaoh Radio family, there are no stereotypes, no discrimination. We talk about everything. There's no filters and there's no censorship. We talk about spirituality, religion, what's going on in the world, relationships, all that, and a whole lot more. So if you're looking for something down to earth or even outside the box, tuning in to Fable Radio with your boy Jay, that's where it's at. So share with your friends and your family. Chime in on Fable Radio, where you heard it here, you heard it first. I'm your boy Jay Read It All, signing off saying to all those, stay blessed, peace, and namaste. Peace and blessings, family. It's your boy, J-Rated R. And you are tuning in to Favorite Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. I hope everyone out there in podcast land that's listening is doing well. We're living in some trot. Well, yes, I say this all the time, but we are really living in some trialing times. Um, just recently I had, um, a family member, a close friend of the family pass away earlier today. And if you're listening to this, today is Tuesday, August the 2nd of 2022. This person was like a second mom to me. She, she and my mother, uh, were... Inseparable. They were like sisters and best friends. And um, she was on a ventilator. She had had a, a stroke or aneurysm, or aneurysm, I mean, and um, <sighs> she didn't pull through physically, but we know spiritually that she is able to not have to suffer anymore. She loved the Most High and as far as I know, she was right with the Most High and that is more than you can ask for. If you are uh, someone who does pray, as you have been praying for me, those of you and, and, and others and yourself, please pray for the Davis family. And if you don't mind, pray for the Holloway family as well. Um, family, we're going to have another podcast come out this week. You'll know what it is when it comes out. I don't want to say what it is just yet because today I want to focus as much as I can on what I promised you all. Um, CERN part two. Now that was supposed to have came out Saturday, but it's out now and that's all that matters. We're going to talk about what a lot of you have been asking me to expound on and go more in detail on and, um, 
for those of you who have been seeing the evidence of this in your Bibles, as well as doing your own research, I, I give kudos and credit to you for doing so because it's a follow-up and you you all are starting, for those of you that can see, are starting to see the, the, the trail, the breadcrumbs, right? This is why we've been having the podcast we've been having, talking about the graphene, talking about um, the snake bite and the Fosse juice, talking about um, the, the, the Hadron Collider of CERN, where it is, what it's built on, what it can do, what they're saying it can do, and what it has done, how it's affected us in reality, and much, much more. Mandela effect is something that I haven't went really a lot into, but it does relate to the Large Hadron Collider being um, activated back in 2012. And this is when a lot of you started having experiences where things are what they like to call false memories, and they're not. But they call them false because history now seems to show a different side to things that you and I may remember differently. But there's nothing in history to validate or confirm what it is that we remember. Sure, memories get jogged and boggled and over time, things, details like that start to dwindle and you may get something incorrect, but it's nothing like that. Not when millions and millions of people are all having the same problem. You can't just dismiss that as a huge collective false memory Um type of of conversation and just leave it at that remember back in the 30s 40s and 50s i may be going a bit back much too much but but remember definitely in the 40s and 50s when people were having ufo or seeing ufos they um the government tried to create uh a scenario where they said it was just water balloons a green effect things like that gas in the air it calls people to hallucinate what I find most funny about that is how do how do people from all over the world hallucinate the same hallucination <laughs> you know we got to start using a little bit more common sense man we got to start questioning things thoroughly and we got to stop believing what we're told just because oh it's our government and they would never lie to us if you believe in that hogwash then you I hate to say it, but you're going to, I don't want to say you deserve to be fooled, but you are allowing yourself to be fooled. You know, the Bible tells us in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, that because people rather believe in the lie than the truth, or believe in a lie than the truth, the Most High will allow strong delusion to be sent to them. And it's also no coincidence in adding that, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, into that where it also tells you in the Bible that um, there will be a time that our reality would be changed. This is in the book of Daniel. And you need to read it. And we'll have that discussion in the mid to later part of this particular podcast. So don't worry, I'm not going to leave you hanging and I won't forget Because it's going to relate to some things with CERN. And, well, all of this is in cahoots with CERN. 
And so the Mandela effect is showing you parts now of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. People do not know what to believe in anymore. Folks are seeing things because they are happening in front of them. So they would do what 1 Timothy chapter 4 says. People in the, in the latter times, which is these times we're in now, will stray away from the faith, taking heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. So many people feel just because they've had experiences and they've met beings or seen things, that that must be the truth. Because they had an experience that changed them. I mean, who am I to say that that experience wasn't real? And I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is there was a lot of deception imitating going on on purpose in a huge kind of way from all over the world, all walks of life to different people, cultures, ethnicities, you name it, where people have to have certain experiences to confirm what is to come now. The great deception. And that's kind of what the whole great reset that your government speaks of is resetting things to be different than they've been. They're trying to slowly but surely, and it's not even so slow as it used to be. They're gradually speeding it up now to happen before they know their time is short. So what they're telling you is we're preparing you for a new world order. A new order of the secular deal that's on your back of your dollar bill that says Novus Order Seclorum. New age or new deal or new order, which is a new world order. The technologies that they're talking about family now with CERN building a Tower of Babel, an elevator that can go up into the heavens using graphene, right? Because graphene is that wonder material that is damn near impenetrable, invincible, but yet it's very thin, much, much, much harder and greater than steel. And this is the technology that they're coming out with now. Apollyon that you guys have been asking me about in the emails in reference to Revelations chapter 9. Apollyon is, yes, a fallen angel. He is also a god. Now, when I say a god, don't get all wrapped up and bent out of shape. Just because something is referenced as a god doesn't mean it is the most high god. So titles like God can be given even to man. And we see this in the book of St. John, chapter 10, verse 34, where Jesus is actually reciting to the Jews. uh, Psalms 82, chapter 82, verse six. Talking about the princes. These princes are the fallen ones. There's some translations we're going to have to have. We're going to have to have this talk. We're going to have to talk about a time before Abraham. Abraham was from Chaldea. He's a Chaldean. He had gods such as Aharu Mazda and things like that. The name for God, what would be considered um, El Shaddai, God Almighty. But what I want to say is Abraham was also a Chaldean, which was of the Sumerian people. And the Sumerians, right, were the ones who are talking about the Anunnaki, those who descended from the heavens to earth, the 50 that descended from heaven. So this is where you get Mesopotamia, which is your present day Iraq. When you look on the walls of ancient Sumeria, 
you see all these hieroglyphs of the atom and nuclear bombs. You see submarines, helicopters, land speeders like you saw in uh, the movie Star Wars, that machine that hovers above the ground and goes at a very fast speed. All these things were prophecies and predictions to come in the future that we're living in now and, and well, in the modern day time that we're living in now going into the future. They had this on the walls. You want to say so badly that humans evolved to where we are now, but no. The technologies that we have now, yes, man has increased in his knowledge, of course, but he didn't do it on his own. He had help. And he was given a lot of things and taught a lot of things by these beings who came from the heavens. And this is throughout all your different cultures, whether it be the Dogon tribe of Mali, West, uh, Mali, West Africa, which they call the Nomos, right? Um, whether it comes from the most oldest religion that we know is between the Hindi, which is Hinduism, and then you have ancient Kemet, but Kemet also got its technology from Mesopotamia, Iraq, which is Sumerians and the Nubian people. They're not only the only ones who build pyramids. This has been going on for a long time. And there was a one time where the east in the west was considered your Atlantis and your Lemuria. Then it became Babylon. And we're not going to get into all the minor tribes and different names over the different lands, uh, mass and all this different stuff. But I want you all to be aware that when we talk about CERN, there is nothing new under the sun. History is repeating itself right now as we speak. The people are acting the same as they once did. They're mocking the most high. Where is your Jesus? Where is your Yahshua? Why hasn't he come yet? It's been 2000 years. This is all in the scriptures, man. Your UFOs, all in the scriptures. Those are the wheels of light. The chariots that you talk about in Ezekiel's will that you read about in Ezekiel chapters 1 through 4, chapters 11. And all throughout the Bible in general. We can point them out. We can talk about Second Kings. Talks about the Merkaba, which is a, you know, a movable throne or a ship. And we're not talking about a ship on the ground. I mean, on the ocean front or anything like that, family. We're talking about these UFOs that you guys, or in today's new terms, UAPs, right? Unidentified aerial phenomena. <laughs> Boy, the, the BS that they come up with is just nonstop. But here on Fable Radio, I'm going to give it to you straight and real and as raw and authentic as I possibly can. So you can do your own research afterwards and see for yourself. And it doesn't hurt to meditate and to pray also in your free time, because that's how you get in tune with the spirit. We're going to go ahead and take our first commercial break, family. It's time for us to give thanks to our sponsors with Anchor, Spotify, and all others that have been doing a wonderful job dis- distributing uh, Fable Radio. And for those of you who have also, in your spare time, never hesitating to support me and telling people, there's a lot of people that will listen to you. You ask them to support you and they will keep as quiet as you can hear a mouse pissing on cotton. So um, that being said, and I know that was blunt, but you know, I keep it real. I keep it raw and I keep it authentic. On this show, there is no filters. There's no censorship and there's no BS. You guys know that. And the one thing 
no matter what topic it is, no matter what we're talking about, what category that we're talking about, known or unknown, big or small, it doesn't matter. The one thing that connects all things in this universe, if nothing else, is what? Spirituality. And that's what we're about. So y'all stay tuned. I'm your boy, Jay Rated R. You are tuning in to Fable Radio. I will return after these messages. Hey, 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 family. It is your boy, Jay Rated R. And that's right. You are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. We're going to give a special, special shout out to a very near and dear friend of mine. She's a woman filled with the spirit of Christ, filled with the spirit of the Most High. And I want you all to definitely take your time out to support Miss Caroline Yotzia. She is definitely somebody that can make your day better. She's definitely filled with the word fam. And you can check her out on her Anchor podcast or her Spotify podcast called Rock Cut Channel. That's called Rock Cut Channel. And it's spelled all in one word. R-O-C-K-C-U-T and then the word channel. Live on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts and many, many more. So if you're looking for inspiration and upliftment of encouragement and you want to get the word on the day-to-day life of what's going on in the world, definitely check out Miss Yotia's channel. She definitely will make not only your day better, but she'll educate you at the same time. We want to thank her here on Pharaoh Radio for all that she does locally as well as globally all around the world. So definitely take your time out to support her. Subscribe to her channel. And much, much more. I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. You are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Go check out Rock Cut Channel by Miss Caroline Yotzia. Y'all take care. Stay blessed. And as always, family, I'm out. Peace and namaste. All right, family, we are back. Thank you all once again for tuning in to Favorite Radio. I'm your boy, Jay Rated R. And that's right, family, you are kicking it with your homie. We are talking about CERN 2, Apollo slash Apollyon. And as you already know, Greek word for Apollyon means the destroyer. This is in your Bibles in Revelations chapter 9, verse 11. If you were to go ahead and take a look at that, read it, you would definitely see that is the meaning for it. Abaddon is the other name for Apollyon in Hebrew as what we would call Aramaic or Aramic, right? Uh, Abaddon means the place or the entity of destruction, okay? And that's in your Old Testament as well. Family, what I want to talk about a little bit today, uh, I want to give you all something to think about in terms of Revelation chapter 9. We've pretty much all agree to some degree. 
I don't know everybody, can't say all, but most of you have agreed with me that this is talking in, revela- in, in, in terms of possibly being CERN. And we told you what CERN was, who they are, the ones who are responsible for the Large Hydrogen Collider, the particle accelerator that's over there in Geneva, Switzerland. Um, and they have many different types of uh, hydrogen colliders all over the place now. I think they have up in the 60s or it's, it's a lot of them now, but um, CERN has been out since 1952, 51, something like that. The Hydrogen Collider was first built and used uh, in the early 2000s. And it wasn't until 2012, I believe, is when they first cranked it up and discovered a lot. And this is right around that time your Mandela effect came into play. They know how to time manipulate. They know how to change the perception of time. Technology has already um, confirmed this. So this is no longer speculation. It's not speculative. Anyone that tells you otherwise is somebody who's is living under a rock and hasn't done any research. Um, and I'm not saying that to be denigrating or derogatory. I'm saying it because in order for us to get somewhere, we have to be willing to look at things deeper than what we've been told by the ones controlling the masses. This is not speculation, conspiracy theories, or either any of those. Um, if you're a scientific person, who base things off the scientific community, and I'm talking about from um, authentic, legible, and creditable sources, then I rest my case. Apollyon is the king, or the god, if you want to use that term, of the locusts, which you read about in Revelation chapter 9, who have tails like scorpions and will sting men, right? Faces of man, bodies like horses, and they have wings. And man will wish to die, but will not be able to. Upon the sting of this creature, that will last quite a while. There's a lot to uncover, and we will not be able to uncover it all today. But the Bible speaks very literal. And the reason why a lot of times it can also be taken into symbology or allegory is because it is also that. It's like the Most How, the creator of the Bible, is speaking multiple languages and multiple clues. And it's only up to the recipient or the reader or the, the person who's studying to learn each one of those according to his or her perception. This is why it keeps urging you to study the word. And I think when you guys hear study the Bible, you hear these terms, you think religion, you think in a religious mindset. And how could you not? Because this is all you've been under the guise and the guidance of all your life. Most most of you, the majority of you either think in the Catholic sense, the Baptist sense, the Protestant sense, whatever sense there is, you all are thinking it because this has been traditionally something that we've been raised into our family uh, tree or lineage and thinking this is what God is. God is not religion. I don't like to use the term God. You all know that because there are many gods in the earth, above the earth, on the earth. You and I can be content, uh, can, can consider a type of God. Now, when I say that, I'm not ego boosting here, nor am I telling you a lie. 
It's written in the Bible. Is it not written in your law? Ye, meaning you all, are God's children of the Most High. That's in Psalms chapter 82, verse 6 first, talking about the princes, which is in reference to the fallen ones, that they will die like mortals. This is why they're into reincarnation, cloning, uh, preserving the human body or whatever body they can so that they can live longer. They have been reincarnating in bodies through bloodlines and things of that nature for centuries. They don't want to face judgment. They don't want to die out. They want to keep coming back. They have lost the ability in their own bodies, per se, when they were, when their forms were taken or whatnot. And <clears throat> they can't die, obviously, in, in the soul wise, but they want to live on in their bodies and their new bodies, their preserved bodies. And so it's a lot of things we would have to touch bases on in order to get into that. I very much so don't want to do that because what that would entail is a great deal of explanation. And we just don't have that type of time today. This is a part two. So um, I'm actually just giving you all what a lot of you wanted me to give you. And that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Another thing I wanted to go into, family, is the fact that um, time travel. We've talked about it many a times, but we actually had a show in reference to it. And we talked about a lot of time travel on the show that's talking about interdimensional travel, right? Out-of-body experiences, astral projection, time travel, the temporal. And this is what your word temporary is. Temporary is in reference to something of time, right? Referring to a point in time, something that's not as long or it's, it's momentarily. So when you temporarily do something, you do it for a certain amount or a allotted amount of time given. Um, but the word comes from the temporal, temporal word, temporal meaning time. Now, these bodies are called temples, which are vessels or houses, right? Also, they have a lot to do with time. For it tells us in your Bible that man is also flesh and my spirit shall not always thrive with him for he's also flesh, right? So he has an allotted time that's given to him because his body or this temple is temporary. And so you find this when the Most High is speaking about the body and all of that. All you have to do is look in your Bibles in Genesis chapter 6, verse 4. So there's a lot of references and everything that we talk about what's considered new age today and, and today's term, uh, technologies and today's different doctrines of devils and everything else that people like to talk about straying away from the Bible. The best thing that they never knew is that all the stuff that we talk about outside of the Bible is in the Bible. That's why, family, I keep referencing the Bible. It's not just that I'm on some type of hardcore, traditional, follow this book type thing. This book is magical. It is divine. It is ahead of its time. It is a time traveling book, an all present book. And it is. If you overstand, understand, as I always tell you to understand things that are coming out of this book, they're precepts to you and I until we get it. 
the Lord or the one you call God, Yahshua, right, has told us these different secrets of the universe and things there therein and parables. This is why stories are given to us in parables. Different people understand different things. If you use sometimes different examples, parables being one of those. Some people don't get it. That's why he spoke to the crowd in parables. And in secrecy, he talked to his disciples, those who were initiated under him. He told them the actual truth. And even then, sometimes they didn't always get it. It wasn't until a certain date and time later on that those things he said clicked and made more sense to them because their consciousness and their clarity was clear and they were given more knowledge and more understanding along with more wisdom. And that is why you have to stay diligent, sober-minded, and to stay in your word every day. It's not just reading. It starts out that way, just like working out. You're just going through the motions at first. But if you dedicate yourself, if you if you have the confidence that you're going to keep doing the right things and you stick to it and you don't try to reinvent the wheel, right, as they say, you'll start seeing results. First, whatever seemed really hard will get easier and easier to the point where you're going to have to change up how you do it in order to get the same effect in your body because you're, you're building yourself. Well, that's what you're doing when you read the Bible. That's what you do when you go to school to become something or to get a degree or a diploma. You are building yourself towards something so that you can enhance yourself in the knowledge of that something or whatever it is so that you may have something extra to add and to give back to society, back to society through your knowledge, through your efforts, through your hard work, through your training. Everything is training from the time we are born. We're always in training in something. Life is a teacher and it's training us through experience to learn. What is, what isn't, what can be versus what's not, yada, 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 and all that jazz. So I want you to take that, this time as we head into our next commercial break to ponder on what I've just said. And when we get back, we're going to talk about Polion. We're going to talk about CERN. But most of all, we're going to talk about what's going on and why in today's uh, society. Why are the prophecies of old now coming out and now? Today. I'm your boy J Rated R. You are tuning in to Fable Video. Don't go anywhere, fam. We shall return after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, 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 family. It's your boy J Rated R. And you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. Family. As you may know, we've been talking for some time now about a new internet coming your way. Pharaoh Radio website. That's right. It is on its way. So thank you for those who've been waiting patiently. Thank you for those who've been asking me how it's coming along. Well, it's almost here, baby. Until we get that right, I got something else for you. You know how you guys have always been emailing me at jratedr at gmail.com? Well, part of that is changing right now. That's right, family. We got a new email address. It's jratedr at pharoradio.com. So if you already know how to spell jratedr, it's J-A-Y-R-A-T as in Thomas, E-D as in David, R as in Robert, 
at Pharaoh Video, one word, P-H-A-R-A-O-H-R-A-D-I-O.com. That's right, family. One more time. That's jratedr at pharaohradio.com. Email me on that new platform. <laughs> and that's just the beginning. That's part of what's going to be attached to the new website that I've been telling you about. So this is just an update, fam. Again, email me at jratedr at pharaohradio.com. I look forward to continually reading your emails. Thank those of you and all of you who have contributed in some way, shape, form, or fashion, whether that be through donations or whether it just be through simple emails. But now that we have a new email address, definitely make sure you email at the new email address because we're going to shut off the jratedrgmail.com very soon. So if anyone gets missed, now's the time. Hit me on jratedr at pharaohradio.com. On that note, family, I'm your boy Jay. You already know who it is, what it is, and why we do it. So I hope everyone out there stay blessed, stay fresh, keep your eyes peeled, and only focus on the real. On that note, family, I'm out. Peace and namaste. All right, all right, family. Peace and blessings. We are back. I'm your boy, Jay Reedy Daw, and that's right. You already know we are tuning into Pharaoh Radio, where you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. All right, we are talking about CERN 2, Apollo, or as you know him as Apollyon. Now, Apollo, yes, was a Greek god known as the sun god. Some call him Apollo Ra, right? He is the sun god in the pantheon of gods in the Greek mythology. But this god, as you all call in the Greek mythology, a sun god or a solar deity, is also the same being as we are speaking of in the biblical aspect in Revelations chapter 9, verse 11. Now, the difference between this god versus the pantheon god in the Greek mythology is this god is said in the Bible to be in an abyss, a bottomless pit, trapped in another dimension, in other words, right? So when a wormhole or a stargate, but not so much a stargate, a portal, let's just make it simple. <laughs> okay. When a portal is said to be opened where Apollyon is at, he and his minions, because he is a god or, or if you want to go there, he's an, a fallen angel who is, a, is in charge of the locust. Read Revelations chapter 9, the whole chapter, not just verse 11. Get to verse 11, you will, when you read the whole chapter. But read the whole chapter, family. Get yourself acclimated and familiarized with what's going on. These beings have a lot of power, but they have nothing that they can't do that's not already allotted or given to them. We're not talking about beings of a small magnitude here, either. We're talking about beings on a high scale of immense power older than time itself and you have to know that when you're dealing with beings on the negative or the dark side of polarity which we call the kingdom of darkness right you're dealing with gods and their own right they are very highly intelligent way beyond us they can 
Oh my God, there's so many things they can do. I'm not going to even get into it. Just know what a God can do. A God. Not saying the most high. That's power beyond description. Even that these beings can't handle. But we're not going to go there right now. We're talking about Apollyon. Now, as I was saying in the last uh, segment before our last commercial break came in. Or the commercial break prior. I was telling you all that the Bible is not just some book or book with letters, black words. <laughs> I'm going to show you some things today and we're going to have another session on time travel. I need to go ahead and give you all a little bit more on that. And I'm going to show you where it's in your Bible, but I'm not going to do that in this particular podcast. We got many podcasts that we have to get done and uh, time is of the essence since we're talking about time. Uh, anything else that you all have been waiting on, it will be there. Guaranteed. Uh, anything outside or anything in relation to Fable Radio, it will be there. We will have it up and ready and running for you, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I told you all, I'm not saying anything. You're just going to see it. Okay? Um, but I'm trying to get so many different things done. I'm doing it, you know, a lot of, I'm doing it by myself. On top of what else I'm juggling work wise and everything else so i mean you guys know who out there who know what life can 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 do but there's no excuses we don't give excuses we give you reasons anything else you just got to be quiet suck it up and get it done um anyway i hope all is well maybe late in asking that but it's never too late when you think about it i want you all to start getting as much intel as you can now, when I say get intel, that means get information, get acclimated, get familiarized, study, pay attention to what's going on, see things, pay attention to the news, pay attention to what you see. Don't fall for everything. Don't be consumed by everything, but look at it as it's on the news. Check into it. See what it gives you in terms of... Um, Intel, <laughs> information, getting informed, data, okay? That's what it's all about, man. You got to work hard out here, man, to get somewhere. And your boy is trying to do just that. I've got a vision, and I don't have a lot of time. And I'm not going to get into what that means. All I'm saying is time is of the essence for all of us, and, and especially those of us who are supposed to be doing exactly what they're doing. And... We're going to have some good podcasts, man. We're going to talk about a lot of changes that's going on, people in terms of behavior. We're going to talk about prophecy. All this stuff is, is all connected. None of this stuff, none of it is coincidence. I repeat, none of the things we talk about is coincidence. And there is no conspiracy here. Not when we do things properly and show you a channel of how to look into these things for yourself. Using the very book you guys take for granted. This is in your grandma's house, collecting dust in your house, called the Bible. Sure, we can read about the Emerald Tablets. Yeah, we can talk about Atlantis and all that. That sounds good. It tickles the fancy of someone's listening. It gets the attention of, 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 of an audience because people want to hear about magical things. They want to hear about a magical kingdom. They want to hear about psychic powers. They want to hear about channeling masters and entities, which you got to be careful when you do that, too. But they want to hear all those things that are 
what appear to be magically beyond the mundane. Of course, that's part of who we are. That's what the world is created from. The magical properties and aspects of life. You, me, we're dust from the stars. We have stardust in us. We're not just some born beings from, from a, comp- uh, a composition of dirt. No. Or a foundation of dirt. No. We are, we are beings that are from the heavens. If you knew what was all in your DNA, you would be amazed. Just what you are mixed with. What royalties and 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 lineages and what rights you have as as an entity divine right you have royalty in your blood you're mixed with other things other beings it's amazing then you have a divine spark called a soul right we are very amazing we don't feel amazing in these bodies because we have to go through what's called life in the physical third dimensional realm we got to take care of ourselves we're not happy with the way we look the way we the way we feel, our height, our color, our teeth, our skin tone, our skin color, our eye color, our hair texture. We're not happy all the time with what type of car or vehicle we have, what kind of house we have, or no house, or what demographics or what type of area are you living in. We like to compare ourselves to society. Because we want better, we want more, we want to be this. We consider what society pumps in our heads and programs us with every day to think that this is what it is, this is how it's supposed to be, this is what you got to look like or got to be in order to be somebody or to make it. None of that's true, but that's how we think. And because we think that way, because we think that way, we are creating our own reality. Our realities are, are bumping into each other and we're creating a dexterity of prejudice and civil unrest and a lot of mixed ideas, good and bad. But that's based on perception in itself too, isn't it? What's good, what's bad, what's evil, right? We can we can talk about it. And let's talk about this CERN. CERN is doing some amazing things. Scientists have come a long way since they first started CERN. Or the let me let me be specific. Since they started the well, yeah, CERN. But then also, since they started this large hydrogen collider, they've come a long way. As it has been predicted in Daniel 12, 12, 4, man's knowledge shall increase. And that's what's going on. Despite how man is guiding his knowledge or what he's tapped into or channeled himself into or how he's evolved as, as a being himself or herself. This is what has transpired since then. And this is where we're going. Future technology. Right. Spiritual technology. People are becoming self-aware, independent. But these things can also be not so beneficial as First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23 says that all things are permissible, but not everything is beneficial. That's read depending on which Bible you're reading it out of. But it still says the same thing, no matter what, in terms of what you're reading, the King James New International or whatever. That is what it's saying. Because you have free will. But that doesn't always mean there's no uh, consequences or repercussions to your choices. Things said. Matthew tells us very carefully in Matthew chapter 5 that if we speak too much, and I'm guilty of this, I'm very guilty of it, but if we speak too much, family, we can put ourselves and we can get ourselves in trouble. Sure, everybody does it, but I'm not here to tell on nobody. 
I'm here to talk about me. Okay. And if you hear any pages in the background that I'm, I'm, I'm actually turning into my Bible now to Matthew, because it says, let your nay be nay and your yay be yay. For those of you who are not familiar with those terminology, that's referring to let your no be no and your yes be yes. But we're going to read Matthew chapter five and we're going to read chapter five and we're going to read uh, verses 34 through 37. If I'm not mistaken. And I'm going to say it to you like this. Matthew chapter 5 verse 34 through 37. And it says, but I say unto you, swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne. Not by the earth, for it is his footstool. Neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Neither shalt thou swear by thy head, because thou cannot make one hair white or black but let your communication be yea yea nay nay for whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil again yea yea and nay nay yea yea is yes right or yeah and nay nay is no anything beyond that is from the evil or evil one some of your Bibles will say evil one. Some will say of evil. Same thing. So what did we just read here? Or what did I just read here? If you read with me, what was it that we just read? What we just read is basically the power of perception, the power of talking, the power or the laws that have been given and put in place by the creator of all things. We know not because of our own free will, a lot of times what we're saying or what we're doing, not just to one another, but to ourselves individually, the moment we open our mouth. And I'm guilty of that wholeheartedly, which is probably why a lot of things have happened to me lately uh, as terms of just seeming like going down a decline. No matter what you do try to do or say, something bad or something not so good keeps on bringing its face into the picture. And what I mean by something, I'm talking about evil frequencies, evil entities and other dimensions. I'm talking about the power that comes out of us that we say comes back on us. You've heard this. What goes around comes around. It's like an, it's like a boomerang. Put out something, you get something back. You reap what you sow. That's in Galatians. So that's why it says the most high is not to be mocked. That's in Galatians chapter six, verse seven. The most high is not to be mocked, people. But a lot of you think that's mumbo jumbo. Some of you don't believe that. And that's fine. Another thing we got to start doing, and we're getting into CERN. We're talking about all this. All this stuff, believe it or not, has a lot to do with CERN. Why? Because the whole point of CERN is that it is a large particle accelerator. It gives off electrical charges, electrons, protons. But in this case, protons, which are positive charges. And when these charges collide, they smack dead into each other. And what happens? The big boom or the big bang, as they call it. Right. And it opens up, boom, a doorway or a portal. That's the same way we are. We're portals. Everything that you see is the embodiment of the same thing in a different form. Let me repeat that and let me make it simple. Trees, you, us, everything connects. Everything is the same because the creator made it. And he made it in such a beautiful way, or she made it in such a beautiful way, 
that we don't recognize as being connected or being one with it because we see everything outside of ourselves individually as being different. When the truth of the matter is when the creator looks at you from the perception, the true perception, he doesn't see human beings. He sees beings or sparks or souls. That's what he sees. And that's what you have to realize. It sounds good to somebody who's just listening right now, but somebody who can't or has not or isn't able to perceive it as is, they won't get what you're saying. They'll take a little bit in, but they won't fully understand it. So before you say something, come to a whole conclusion of it. Get all of the information. That's in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13. Not Ecclesiasticus, no. Ecclesiastes. There's a difference. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 12, 13 says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. I know a lot of us don't do that. We hear what we want to hear or we hear a little bit and then boom, we're out or we're taking it to the next level. The Bible tells us, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. It also says in that same scripture, fear God. Now, some of you are saying, well, why would I fear God? Why would I do that? God is about love. It's not about fear. If you understand the balance of life that you're living, duality, right? In duality, there's a thing called polarity. Negative versus positive. Duality is made purposely to divide that, which is one, so it can give you understanding why you're here. You can't have good without bad, negative without positive, up without down, left without right, in without out. So you need what's called the balance of life, the scales of life. It's all about balancing yourself. So, yes, fear God in this case, it says, and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man. Now, a lot of people would argue with the Bible. Bible isn't what you think it is. I wouldn't disagree with that, but you got to be specific. You guys know who I'm going. You're picking up what I'm putting down. You know this, but I, I have to talk to you all a certain way when I'm having a certain kind of conversation. And I've mentioned this on many a times, almost 300 shows in. I've said this quite a lot. So I don't expect anyone to just remember all the things I've ever said, but I assure you I've said it. Now, what does all this have to do with CERN, J. Rated R? Where are we going? I mean, you went off on a tangent, right? Talking about let your nay be nay and all of this. Nay, no, is what you call negative charge. Yay, which is yes, is what you call positive charge. Get where I'm going now? I'm trying to compare words. As the book of James chapter 3 tells you, the tongue is powerful. You can either curse or you can bless. You can heal. Or you can destroy, you can save a life, or you can take a life. Words of power. You guys who do affirmations, chants, seances, meditations, and you utter sounds based on universal frequencies. When you speak words, you're speaking phonetics sound that's phonology most high said let there be light he spoke it into existence and it was we're going to talk about sound waves frequencies sound waves produce color also especially when you speak into water because it's all a what frequency 
We're going to have science here, and I'm going to show you how it ties in with your Bibles that you don't pay attention to. A lot of people don't pay attention to their Bibles. Then there are those who do. So J-Rated R ain't just spewing off and just giving you some rhetoric here. I ain't never done that. I ain't got the kind of time or energy to put on my show and do that. Not going to make a spectacle of myself. Sure, I can be wrong in a lot of things at times if I said something wrong that I'm aware of because I'm a human. But I try not to be, especially when I'm giving you all information that come right out of this book called the Bible or when I'm just talking to you in general. And a lot of you have appreciated what I do put out there because you've looked into it for yourself and you found it to be true based on your own dealings and confirmation. That's all I want. Go behind me. I want you to do that. Check things out before saying anything. Like Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13 just says, it says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Don't just take some of what I say and jump off, 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 the, off the bank with it. <laughs> Check into it. That's the whole point. I'm not going to put something out there that I know you're not going to check into. Come on, that would be stupid. Now, let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. What does that mean for the CERN? Well, the CERN is a particle accelerator. You have the greatest mind that ever was given to man. And you're just in the flesh. We're not even talking about what you are beyond that. How you can change and be transmuted and transformed into a being of immense power and light and a God yourself from the image and likeness of the creator of all things. To have a Christ mind means to be in Christ's frequency, to accept Christ. For he tells you, I am the door. He tells you this in the Bible. All these things y'all keep trying to look for outside of the Bible because you don't believe in the Bible. If you understand codes, if you understand what's really being said and taught to you all. If you can put that together, which you will, if you really want to, you have to study, fam. You would get the same thing out of your Bibles that I'm telling you that you are looking for and other um, that you're looking for with other uh, doctrine or other religious beliefs or spiritual beliefs. A lot of you don't like the word religion. I don't blame you. I don't like it because th this is not a religious show. This is a spiritual based show. Spirituality talks about everything, literally everything whether it's investment sex relationships good times bad times poor rich black white it don't matter that's spirituality because it connects all things it is all things that is the reason why we have that on this show that's why we talk about any and everything this is the whole reason for me saying on this show we keep it real we keep it raw we keep it authentic there's no filters there's no censorship there's no bs we come real or we don't come at all that's why i say that and I tell you, the one thing that connects all things, no matter what it is, whether it's inbounds, out of bounds, down to earth or outside of the earth, the one word that connects all things and makes all things possible is what? Spirituality. That's it. That's it. And when we do wordplay, a play on words, in other words, we see in the words the truth of these things. All we have to do is look harder, pay a little more closer attention, and you'll see it for yourself. John chapter 10, St. John chapter 10, verse 9 says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Who was talking? Yahshua was talking. If any man, 
That means women too, because they always refer to a woman and man all in under one word, man or mankind. I, I don't really like it personally because, yes, according to the scriptures, man came, a woman came from a man's rib, but that's 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 a form of cloning. <laughs> and uh, there's that's that there is a little bit more to that story than just what meets the eye. But I'm not, you know, this, there shouldn't be any offense taken by anyone because, you know, we got to get out of that too. We got to start understanding a lot of what's being said or spoken literally is literal, but there's a lot of code in between also. This is why I did the show Precepts, Allegory, and Exegesis because it talks about those things, family, it brings those things into fruition. Fruition is the fruit. It says bear fruit, multiply and bear fruit. What does that mean? That means a man has a seed. That seed is a fruit and parables. And if he's being fruitful with the woman, he's going to her tree of life. She's a tree of life. She bears fruit. <laughs> okay. He produces the seed that bears fruit. That's why they are one and the same. They become one. This like a lock and a key. You can't open the door unless you got a lock. I mean, you can't open the door unless you got a key. And a key is no good unless it's something to go into that unlocks or locks something. So it has to be the right key at that to fit. We have to fit, man. We got to can't just be putting fellas. You can't just put putting your keys and in, 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 in all the women locks or door or, or doors around here. You can't everything just because it go in don't mean it's always fitting. There's parables and everything. Family, we're going to go ahead and take our last commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the key in Revelations chapter 9 that unlocks this portal known as the bottomless pit or the abyss that's spoken of in Revelations chapter 9, which unleashes Apollyon upon the earth. I'm your boy, J-Rated R. You are tuning in to Favorite Radio. We shall return after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, 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 family. It's your boy, J-Rated R. And that's right. You are tuning in to Favorite Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. Family, we're giving a lovely shout out to four lovely individuals. That's right. You already know who it is. They've been on the show once and we look forward to having them many times after. Those individuals is Miss Alex Marku, Connie, Shauna, and Daniel. That's right. We had them on our show and we broke down the loveliness of all of what they're doing, the body of work they're putting in spiritually. And don't forget, they have a brand new book out called Destination New Earth, which is a blueprint to the 5D consciousness. Make sure you go on the site and check it out. Support them. Now, I know the next thing you're wondering is, how can we do that? What is the information? Well, I thought you'd never ask. So check this out. We're going to start with the email. And the email is Alex, that's A is an Apple, L is in Larry, E is an Eddie, X is an Xavier, at alexmarcoux.com. And to spell Alex Marcoux, once again, it's A-L-E-X and then Marcoux. M is in Mary, A is an Apple, R is in Robert, C is in Connie, O is an Oscar, U is an Umbrella, and X is an Xavier.com. So make sure you email them at Alex at alexmarcoux.com and the website family is the same 
only you're not putting Alex at. You're putting www.alexmarcoux.com. And they have many other types of books. They have Life Signs, which is the tapping of the power of synchronicity, serendipity, and miracles. Check that out. They also have books like Facades. They have books like Back to Salem. They have books like A Matter of Degrees, The Royal Secret. Make sure you check it out. And of course, the newest book that we had, we had them on the show back on May 21st called Destination New Earth. Well, family, we definitely look forward to having those sisters and the young brother back on the show to do what they do. Much love to them. And make sure you support what they're doing globally. Make sure you keep supporting Favor Radio. And if you like more like this, let me know. We can make it happen. Y'all be safe. You already know who it is, what it is, and why we do it. I'm your boy, J-Rated R, signing off, saying to all those, stay safe, stay blessed, and peace and namaste. family we are back we are talking about CERN too and we're going to talk about the last segment of our show we'll be including uh, the key to the abyss the portal that opens up and the king of the locusts or the god or the fallen one known as Apollyon aka Abaddon in Hebrew meaning the destruction or in this case the destroyer as you all have been hearing me talk about on and off for some time now when it comes to CERN and the Large Hydrogen Collider, they have in front of the building the Hindu god Shiva, Lord Shiva, who's a god not only of creation, but he's also a god of destruction. Now, another god that would be more of his counter would be Kali. Kali's also a god that heals, but is more so known as the god of death or the god of destruction you'll find that a lot of these gods in all these different cultures are pretty much one and the same a lot of times there are many gods and a lot of them have a lot of the same attributes but a lot of them are also some of these same entities that go under different guises under different cultural names they have different meanings different worships and things of that nature But we're not going to talk about that today. Revelation chapter 9 tells us, And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened, by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. Now, we're not going to read the whole chapter. I want you all to do that. And I don't have a problem reading the whole chapter, but I want to give you something to start pondering on. You know, a lot of people go back to 9-11 back in 2001 in New York 
when the planes crashed into the, twi- the, t- uh, the Twin Towers and some other buildings. And there has been footage all over the internet since then. And this is not CGI or, uh, you know, photoshopped anything. This is actual footage of smoke being captured in suspension and showing a face like a demonic face in the smoke. And there are some people who use technology called the twin systems, meaning they can take the same image and duplicate it and put it together and they'll get an image in the middle of the duplicated uh, version of what was being taken. And then usually that is said to show you the inner dimensions of what is really there. And it's happened too many times uh, using this technology that, that shows there are actual beings that are being duplicated that are there in between the planes because it folds in on itself and it actually reveals what is going on to a degree. Now, if that's confusing, don't worry about it. It's uh, basically what I'm saying is there's a way using a special lens or special technology with cameras to see things that are in other dimensions. Just make it simple. Um, There's some footage going around on the internet uh, by particular different types of people who may have usurped somebody else's videos, but nonetheless showing that in the 9-11 times when the plane had crashed into the building at certain angles and, and it paused on certain angles, depending on which angle the plane crashed or what building it crashed into, um, you'll see a demonic being that looks like a locust in the smoke. And like I said, again, this is not CGI. This is not photoshopped. How can I be sure? Because I have went on to the original uh, picture site of Google and some other places. And I have done experiments with this myself. And it is definitely authentic. You don't have to take my word for it. Do your own research. Go on there and do it yourself. And you'll see for yourself. I tell you guys this stuff because, for one, I want you to get the same or something similar to the same result and response and feedback that I or myself or anybody else would get if they discover something for themselves. There's nothing like learning something for yourself to know that what you're learning is real beyond measure but hard to fathom because it's it's outside of the constructs of what you consider normal or regular reality and I tell you all this because I don't want it to sound so overwhelming or too over the top that it's hard to believe it to be true when in fact I'm all about the truth I don't like to not know something. And I ain't got time to be telling you something just so you can go behind my back, figure it out, and then find out I was telling you something that was false. Um, all completely, or, or all together, completely not true at all. I ain't got time for that, man. People want to see your downfall. Folks love to see you fail. They love it when you're wrong so they can throw it in your face. <laughs> and I don't have a problem being wrong. But that seems to be so simplistic to some people that they have a problem with that. 
you know, and take, I mean, when they take complete pleasure and almost damn near humiliating your intellect about something said or done, you got to watch out for people like that because not only are we talking about misery loves company, but obviously some people really invest in your downfall and they, they thrive at it. Personally, I don't care about that because if you got that kind of energy and that kind of time and you got that type of mindset and that's in your heart, you, you already telling on yourself. But what you want me to do, what I'm doing are two different things. OK, like I said, when I come on Fable Radio, I may be slow on a lot of things, maybe some projects that has been slow getting done that I have promised and said they would come. And I have also updated you all on those promises as to there will be a further delay. I don't give excuses. Never have on my show. Never will. Those who really rock with me all the way, they know from by now from rocking with me um, three years going into uh, three years now, past three years now, how I am what I'm about. They've taken things that I've given and they've done their own research and they see for themselves. I'm all about just getting the message out. And it doesn't matter what it is we're talking about, what the topic is. I've always tried to deliver. Sure, the website has been delayed. It's still coming. And I don't care who has any doubts about my progression or my accomplishments. I And I say that with a very firm yet I'm not being uh, derogatory or negative I'm, I'm merely protecting myself and saying I don't care what naysayers have to say about me um, you can compare apples to oranges all day they're both still fruits they're still good for you some people prefer one over the other some like both just depends on the mood for others. Honestly, an apple's an apple or orange is an orange. Be thankful for both. One is neither greater or lesser than the other. All right. They both benefit you in different ways and both benefit you in similar ways. The one way that matters the most that they both benefit is your health, period. End of story. That's how I am on the show. I'm only here to benefit. So what if there's a delay? At least I got breath in my body and I'm still here. And I will get what I say done, done. That's the bottom line. People can complain, but I don't see them doing things. You know, uh, and I'm not saying no one in particular has complained, but I know people. <laughs> I know people. Folks will either talk behind your back or they say things. And, and, and that's fine. You know, I'm not here to tickle everyone's fancy. I'm just not, fam. You guys know I keep it real. I keep it raw. I keep it authentic. That's one of the reasons why a lot of y'all say you love my show, because I come with it. And I do, but I come with it with a with a result to to resolve an issue at the end. We are in the moments of time now where we can't be messing around or piddling around or being just picky about any and everything. We got to be for real, man. And yeah, I make mistakes like you or anybody else. What is that to trip about? What is that to, to keep going on about? You know, the matter in the, in the whole thing is resolving it, right? So that's what we here on Favorite Radio are here to do. Resolve matters. Get the people woke. Get the folks going. Get them to, to see in a steady mind 
what's really happening, breaking the Bible down to its codes, decoding it, deciphering it, right? Decrypting it because it's in precepts, it's allegory, and it's literal, all in one. And we can't be picky about how something should look or how it should sound. Who are we to make that call? We didn't write this book. And everything in it that some of the naysayers have to say about it not being real, it's folk tales, it's fables, it's this, it's that. Sure, it's been tampered with. Yeah, of course, it's got a lot of secret society in it and code in it. That's all based on one degree of knowledge. Now, I didn't say perception. I said degree because it is a degree of knowledge that a lot of you perceive. But there are so many more degrees to this information that you can't just decipher it all under one way of looking at it. You have to study to show yourself approved unto the most high because the most high or the divine one or the council or the source or the one or the infinite one or whatever name you want to give the creator of all things he or she or they or them is the one to help you wake up spiritually by awakening that spiritual eye correctly making that kundalini energy rise correctly Descending that Holy Spirit unto you when you're doing like you're supposed to and cleansing yourself and following commandments correctly. I'm tainted just as much as you all, meaning that I have flaws about me just like anyone else. The compliments that a lot of you pay me about me being this and being that and being more than human, that's very flattering and I'm very honored. And yes, we are all more than what we appear to be. But that does not make me any less human. But I take this stuff, if nothing else, very serious. So say what you will. Do what you will. Just don't put me in a category because I'm doing what I'm supposed to. And when you do a lot of these things by yourself. And this is your show. You can run it any way you want to. the, The matter is, I do this for the people. If I got on here without a care in the world about what any of you think or what any of you have to say, I would say it. (laughs) I mean, I'm just an outspoken person. I don't speak out without saying things that I don't really want to say unless I put some thought into it first. (sighs) And sure, I've I've had moments, if we're talking personal moments, where you get mad, you say a lot of things you don't mean. Sometimes you say things you do mean, but who's to say what is what? Only you can say that. People can only speculate, assume, or whatever, as human beings do. So anyway, um, let's get back on track here. We're 13 minutes into the show, and I don't want to talk about what I just talked about, but I felt the need in my spirit to get that off my chest because I got a lot of work ahead of me, and I got a lot of less time to get it done. Um. So here it is. Apollyon is a being, a real being that exists, as the Bible tells you. Now, some of you have the Goetia, which is a demonologist book on demons. Some of you have the Keys of Solomon, which is also another book of magic, but it also refers to how to control, summon conjure demons now i don't recommend that book to anyone and i don't recommend any of you dabbling into that because a lot of you feel like that stuff is mumble jumbo let me go ahead and educate and assure you some things just because you don't believe something to be real or true doesn't mean that it isn't 
Your ignorance can be your downfall. And especially if you laugh at something or you take it as a laughing matter, in which it's not, your life is involved. This is not spookism. This is not me trying to scare anyone. And I hope you are a little scared because you need to have some some discernment, some discipline about what type of moves you make. And you need to tread carefully. I have dabbled in some of the dark arts before. More than I'd like to admit when I was younger. Now, no, I've never played with a Ouija, nor will I ever. Of course, a lot of you don't consider certain things I'm about to say dark. And that's fine. Not here to have a lesson on that. We can do that, but I'm not here to waste that kind of time. What I am here to tell you is there is technology. It's called spiritual technology. And I did a podcast on it. Anytime you have an altar, anytime you do a seance, a chant, anytime you have intent, meaning whatever your mind is focused upon, anytime that you do necessary things like fasting, cleansing your body, making the electromagnetic energy flow through your body easier as a conduit so you can be a conductor for super uh, for super electromagnetic energy, a superconductor that is. This stuff is real. You are connected to the all, whether you know it or not. Certain chants, your chakras being aligned a certain way, your mind and focus being intent upon something a certain way, your knowledge of something, all that plays an intricate part. Spell casting is all a part of it. So what I'm trying to tell you is you can open portals. You are a portal. And sometimes you open yourself to beings around you on the other side or through the bubble, as I, I like to call it a lot of times, that can attach themselves to you. Start changing you on a minute level, blending their conscious field in with your auric field, which is your conscious field as well. Your morphogenic field. I see you people, a lot of people out there don't know this. Some people do, some people don't. Because they can't see it, hear it, feel it, or taste it based on their five physical senses, which are their lower senses. The basic constructs of what a human being is. They think it's all just mumble jumbo. But when you awaken, when your senses are heightened, when you reach a certain level of awareness... Um, you will know these things to be true without me or anyone else interfering or telling you so then the things you've been reading upon or hearing about you can vouch for those things you can also be a witness to those things and not a false witness at that but one who actually is telling the truth right a faithful witness a faithful witness is one who utters nothing but the truth of what they know to be true what they've seen and what they've witnessed and they're telling the truth. A false witness is someone who bears false witness, right? They don't tell the truth. They tell a lie, okay? And a lie and the truth are not in the same department as one another. The complete opposites. So you don't need to, to get anything special out of me or from me or for you. All you need to do is check into these things. My job is to give messages and to decipher codes and to share experiences. And that doesn't mean everything I experience, you'll experience, good or bad. You know, but what I am here to do is share my experiences. I don't have to. And a lot of these things are very personal and they're very hard to share at times. So for me to do that, it takes quite a lot. So I can understand someone who's reserved and quiet and, you know, withheld and, and not quick to put themselves out there for embarrassment or to be 
uh, ridiculed or judged erroneously or anybody to have any preconceived notions about them. I understand what that feels like. I know it very well. And it's a terrible feeling to be misjudged or to be wrongfully accused or whatever. You don't feel radio? We have no filters, ladies and gentlemen. There is no censorship. And there's definitely no BS, as you've heard me say many a times. We talk about the one thing that connects all things, and that's spirituality. And we come real, we come raw, we come authentic, but we don't come at all. On this show, on my podcast, you get everything and more. And all I ask is your loyalty, your respect, and your support. That's it. I'm doing the rest. I do all the hard work. And a lot of it is not that hard. A lot of it is, especially when it comes to preparing four and five hour uh, shows with information. And it can only get better. No one's going to think about my show as much as I am. Because it's me putting the work in and it's my show. Apollyon is called the destroyer. Now, some people mistake Apollyon as Satan. He is a type of Satan. Remember, Satan is a title, not the name of a being. It's the title of a being or beings, plural. Satan or a Satan is simply a being who's known as an accuser, one who is the opposite of the most high, right? In terms of his nature. A Satan is an adversary, an opponent. That's what the word Satan is. That's what it means. Then when you say the Satan, that's putting the genuine article on it. Emphasis, right? That's letting you know there is the separation distinguishing they from this. This from them. Right? It's one against many versus many. Ha Shaitan or Ha Satan, which is the Satan. That's the main character, the devil. Right. The serpent, the dragon. Right. Though the one that fell from the skies and the heavens, the reptilian. When we say the Satan, even though it's always just going to refer to him as Satan. That's a quick way to let you know who we talking about. But there are many different types of Satans. Right. If you're looking in the Quran, there's different types of jinn. The Shayateen is the different Satans. That's Satan plural. Shayateen. They are the one of the most powerfulest type of jinns. The Ifret, the 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 Marriott, or not the Marriott, uh, the Marut. All these different beings. And I ain't even named the rest of them, but I just gave you two of the most powerfulest ones. Now. I'm not here to distinguish or anything different between religions. I told you we're not going to do that today. But what I am going to do is to let you know Apollyon and Hasatan, they're not the same beings, but they will be working together. What do you think Wormwood is in Revelations 8 that's coming down? We know who in Revelation 12 came down, but who do you think is Wormwood in the water? That's Satan, right? That's the fallen one. Now, I want you all to put some things together. 
I told you all what the jab was. And then I told you all what the uh, SARS-2, COVID, you know what that is. For those of you who don't know what the corona, you know what is. That's what that is. I told you that if you did your research and if you followed all the links, the sources of my information that I have left in the descriptions for you on certain podcasts to look into it for yourself even furthermore, you would see for yourself beyond a shadow of a doubt if you also do some digging, not just looking and reading and all that, but looking into some things for yourself thoroughly, you would find that what I have told you is true. Because I'm trying to save lives. I'm not trying to cause any problems. I'm trying to resolve them. And I want us all to fight in this battle that we are about to embark upon, that we're already in, whether we know it or not. But it's only going to get worse from here. It's not going to get better. And I want you all to be ready as best as you can be. That meaning, starting with your health, take better care of yourselves. I am getting in shape right now as we speak. And I have to be better. I have more than myself to think about. Not only do I have my parents to think about, but I have my loved ones. I have a love very close and dear to me. And they have been sick. And there's just a lot of things, family, going on. Uh, Family is family, regardless. But you have to keep those who are closest to you close. And those who kind of are not, keep them in arm's reach. You can love people from a distance, right? But everybody is not deserving of your love. Okay, we've already had that conversation. What I'm saying this for is this. Uh, Matthew chapter 24 talks to us about the times where people will turn on you. The people you don't even expect, those who you think are the closest to you will turn on you. And there's a reasons for this. One, it's their true nature is coming out. Two, a lot of these people are possessed, right? And three, these people... Uh, well, number one, you know, their true nature, meaning this is who they always been. But there is some influence and I'm not going to blame it all on them. Of course, there is influence in the world today. We've got a lot of demonic spirits that have been unleashed upon the earth already coming through portals, seances, CERN. Every time they fire that thing up and open something up, something comes through. I'm telling you, this is like Ghostbusters. You guys just don't know it yet. And if you've ever seen the original Ghostbusters 1 and 2, you know what I'm talking about. And if you've seen the newest one, you definitely should check it out because it's in uh, unison to 1 and 2 originally. I know they came out with the female version a few years ago. That was real comical and all, but it has nothing to do with this newest Ghostbusters with the children and everything else. Because it's got the original cast in it, but I ain't going to tell you what their role is. Of course, they're too old to be the Ghostbusters, but they in it. Uh, all with the exception of two people. And that's Rick Moranis, who I believe is still very much alive. And then the guy, Ethan, I uh, can't remember his name right now. He played as Egon. Of course, he everybody knows he passed in real life. So I, that's not a spoiler, but he's still in the movie. <laughs> all right. So anyway, check that out. And the reason I'm telling you to check it out, not just for good times, entertainment and all that jazz, but... Start looking at it from a symbolic point of view and not just symbolic. Look at it, the messages they're telling you. Look at the symbolisms they're showing you. They're putting the truth in plain sight. Some of it, yes, is predictive programming, but a lot of it is actual truth. And you have to be aware of these things. And now that we're living in a time and day where they can, you know, embark on technology a little bit better, giving you better graphics and everything. 
This is what they're doing in reality, whether you know it or not. And the Large Hydrogen Collider, the particle accelerator we've been talking about with CERN, is part of that. It's everything. New York is always right smack dead in the middle of everything because this is in your Bible. New York is in your Bible. Lady Liberty or the fornicator known as Babylon, that's Lucifer. That's the Statue of Liberty, right? That's also Prometheus. I know it's codes and you don't get all that. So I'm not going to keep going deep about what it is. But just understand this. Lady Liberty, right? Your Statue of Liberty is actually Lucifer. I keep telling you all, Lucifer and Satan are not the same entity. And I went into this quite a bit over a a few podcasts ago. I can't tell you exactly which one, but I will later on uh, if I remember. If not, I'll have to tell you on another show. But you got to research some things, family. The way you've been taught in church, because you don't study your Bibles thoroughly, you don't know this. But this right in your Bible. It's just not, I'm not making this up. You've always been under the impression that Lucifer and Satan are the same being. Now, Lucifer can be considered a type of Satan. Remember, I just told you that. You got different types of Satans, and then you have the Satan, which is Hashatan. Lucifer, a lot of you say, is a fallen angel because he fell from the heavens. But if you reread your Bible and study it, what is the Hebrew name for Lucifer? Halal or Halil. For some people. And that means the star, the bright one, right? The morning star, Lucifer, the morning. Now, Jesus is referred to as a morning star in Revelation chapter 22, verse 6, if I'm not mistaken. That doesn't make him a Satan, though. And that doesn't mean he's Lucifer. <laughs> so don't take that and run with it. Some people like to say, oh, see? No, I'm going to show you something. I said Revelations chapter 22, verse 6, didn't I? Let me make sure I'm right. So it's definitely Revelations chapter 22, but it is not verse 6, ladies and gentlemen. It is verse... Uh, give me one sec. Hold on one second, family. Sometimes these things are in my head. I got a lot of scriptures in my head, but um, it's Revelations chapter 22 and anyway, while I look for it, it says that he is a, uh, it says that Jesus is a bright He is the bright morning star in Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12, and in Luke chapter 10, verse 18, talking about Satan falling from the sky. And I know that's why a lot of people say Lucifer is Satan, because what they do is they read Luke 10, 18. We're going to have those scriptures. This is all still going with Apollyon, by the way. But I want to show you something. Once I tell you something, I got to get it off me because I said it was in Revelation chapter 22. So if it's in Revelation chapter 22, talking about Jesus, Yeshua, I found it. It's Revelation chapter 22, verse 16. So I was 10 chapters, I was 10, not 10 chapters, I was 10 verses off. I said 22, 6, it's 22, 16. All right, so in Revelation chapter 22, verse 16, it reads as, and this is Yahshua talking because it's in the red. 
I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things. He's still talking to John. And the angel he sent was Mikael, right, Michael? All right. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Now, if you need to bookmark that, which I recommend you do, Revelations 22, 16, turn with me, if you will, in your Bibles. If you don't have a Bible, then follow me as I read it to Isaiah chapter 14. And we're going to read Isaiah 14 verse. Hold on, family. Lost my uh, page here. We're going to turn to Isaiah chapter uh, 14, verse 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? Now think about this. You didn't make a mistake, neither did the Bible. First of all, we didn't make a mistake in reading this. You heard me read it. Let me read it again. Isaiah 14, 12 says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? And how art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? Now, for those of you who say, well, he is called the morning, right? We know he's called the morning star. The scriptures talk about it. But what... The scriptures were very clear in saying or indicating when it came to Yahshua, who was speaking of himself in Revelation 22, verse 16. He says he is the bright and the morning star. Lucifer is very, let me tell you, Lucifer means in Latin, Lucifer means the light bearer or bringer of light. That also can also refer to bringer of knowledge because when the lights turn on, that means you get it. It also refers to information. So light codons or light codes comes in the form of light. Information comes in the form of light. So they'll say this person is very bright because he's smart. Like he's highly intelligent. He's very bright. So the brighter someone is, the smarter they are. So Lucifer is very, very highly intelligent. And we read this in the book of Daniel. We read this throughout the different parts of the Bible. But he's not the bright and morning star. That's Yahshua. Both of them are referred to as morning stars. Now, most people know the morning star to be the sun, right? That's the morning star. What, what rises in the morning and what, what, what rises in the morning and is a star, the sun. Lucifer is also referred to in the Latin Vulgata or Vulgate of the Bible as Venus, right? Venus is a feminine energy. It's a female. So when you see Venus in the morning, sometimes you see Venus very early next to the sun, very, very early, like at the dawn, right? The break of dawn, meaning at, when, as soon as the sun comes up, you see Venus. Now, why do you think they call Lucifer a son of the morning? Well, S-O-N, right? It didn't say S-U-N, but it says S-O-N. Now, how is Lucifer a son of anything? Who, if you understand Aramaic, which is what you call Hebrew in terms of translation, when you read that, O Lucifer, son of the morning, that reads as Halal Ben Shakar or Shahar. In some instances in Arabic, it would be 
Sahar, right? Sahar, meaning morning, bright morning star, right? I told you guys I do speak some Egyptian Arabic. <laughs> but if you're doing it in Aramaic, which is Hebrew, it's Shahar. Shahar. So when you do that, what you have to realize is it's really reading as Halal, son of Shahar or Sahar. Now, who is Sahar? You're thinking, oh, that's just another name for morning star. Bright, I mean, not bright, but morning star. Well, guess what? Throughout your Bible, and I want you all to do it, I'm going to do another quiz for you all. In your Bible, it did talk about in the times of Abraham and them in the land that the, the, the people that they had to invade, they were worshipers of a pagan god named Shahar or Sahar. And it says he's a god. So this being is real. And Lucifer is the son of this being. You might, wait a minute, you're going, you're reaching too far. No, 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 I'm not reaching at all. I told you, if you study your Bible, not listen to a man in a pulpit, not go with what what denomination people are religiously subscribed to, right? Whether it's Catholicism, Presbyterian, Methodist, Baptist, whatever your, your denomination is. If you subscribe to those things and you've been taught all your life, the basic things of the Bible, you're missing out. You have to read what's in this book. And that's why I refer to you as the King James. Because King James is close to the original translations in English as you're going to get. And they, did, they didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> they did it with the intent of translating. And then they still tampered with it. <sighs> Lucifer, son of the morning... And I know you think another Jay-Z song for somebody. Lucifer, son of the morning. Yeah, but, you know, Lucifer. What if I told you all that it's possible that Lucifer is not only a fallen angel. What if he's a Nephilim? Because if he's the son of a being that is known as a pagan god in your Bible. The Lord doesn't just say things to say. And this is not symbolism. This is literal. This being, you can look him up, is a god. Lucifer is the son of this being. Halal ben Shahar. Hmm. Lucifer works with the being you know as Satan. And what if I told you Satan is Azazel? I ain't gonna talk about that right now. No, the book of Enoch refers to him as Lucifer. Another name for Lucifer in Hebrew would be Samael. Not Samuel, Samael. Samael difference in spelling and guess what that name means poisonous <laughs> Azazel and I, I didn't say uh, Azrael right I said Azazel Azrael is Israel that's the angel of death that came over Egypt when the uh, Hebrew Israelites were told to paint their houses with the blood of a lamb so that when the angel of death were to pass, 
over them, he would not attack them. He would know who they were and they were God's people. And he went to cause a great famine which killed all the firstborns of Pharaoh. This is at the time when Moses and Aaron were trying to free their people, the Hebrew Israelite slaves, from the Pharaoh's clutch. And Moses warned them. Of course, Pharaoh's heart being hardened, he didn't want to listen. And, well, you read your Bible, you know. <laughs> no, that's Azrael or Israel, right? Azazel is the being that has been said to have tempted Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. And as being has been compared to whom you call Satan or Hasatan. Lucifer and Satan, if you read your Bible, there's nowhere in the Bible that tells you that they're the same beings. People have assumed that. And we got to start reading the Bible. Just like I broke it down to you about Yahshua getting initiated into Melchizedek's order in the book of Hebrews. We got to start reading and breaking this thing down. Translations help a whole lot, but you got to start reading it and studying it. There's a whole lot in this Bible, fam, that people who don't read have the erroneous notion of saying something about it being this or being that. When they really see what's going on in this book, it's hard to say otherwise. Trust me. That's why your boy keeps going into the Bible. We talk about any, everything. You know, we talk about ancient Kemet, pyramid texts, everything. The book of life. We talk about the, the, the Nag Hammadi, what's in the Gnostic Bible. We talk about everything on this show. Yet we still keep the Bible fresh off the top because it's there. You know, Abraham was a Chaldean fam. He was the old Chaldean. He was the first one that really um, broke it in where, you know, he became the father of many nations later. But his name was Abraham first. He's a Chaldean from the land of Ur. You are. Now, that means you, uh, the land of uh Ur is simply, it means land of fire or light. But he is of the Sumerian people. Chaldeans were Sumerians. Their God was a Haru Mazda. Right? And who was it that came to him and said his name was God Almighty? El. Or as you want to call him, Yahuwah. Who said his name was El Shaddai, God Almighty. So when we start talking about the Sumerian tablets or the cuneiform tablets, as they like to call them, we'll start talking about the Anunnaki, the fallen ones, those 50 who descended from heaven. Those are the sons of the gods in the plural form of Elohim, Bain Elohim. See, in Hebrew, if you're saying son, which is singular, then it's Ben. If you're saying sons, plural, it's Bain, right? Or Baini, Baini Elohim, Right? Or Elohim, as some people would like to pronounce it. Bini Elohim or Elohim. Now, some people say it's singular for God, or it can be more than one God for plural. Usually, the word falls under the plural form, meaning it's more than one God. So, it's God's. And the correct translation would be Bini Elohim, meaning sons of the gods. But we can so ahead and play for now and say it's son of God, sons of God. And who would be the sons of God? A lot of you would say angels. That would be true. And there would also be there's another group of beings. 
Now, another thing you got to ask yourself is how was it that these sons of God saw for themselves the daughters of men were attractive and they came down and descended to the earth and took for themselves women and made them their wives. And it says that they went inside of them and they bore children. It means they had sexual intercourse with them. How could a spirit do that versus flesh? Well, these beings have the ability to go between states by materializing or dematerializing. Satan has a, or let's say this, there's a serpent that was in the Garden of Eden. And we're going to go ahead and say it was Satan, right? Because it actually was. This reptilian, this serpent, because that's what a reptilian is. Well, that's what a serpent is. It's a reptile. This being obviously has a seed itself. This Bible, the Bible tells you that. The word for seed in Aramaic or Hebrew is zera, means offspring. This is why Jesus was telling the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees in, uh, in the Sanhedrin during those times, he called them brood of vipers and hypocrites. He didn't just say you brood of vipers as if to say that you're slick with the tongue and you like to lie. He did say that, but he was also referring to them literally as serpent people. Because if you read Genesis 49, verse 17, as I told you all to do before, you have the tribe of Dan, which is a lost tribe of Israel, which was replaced by the tribe of Manasseh. So what I want to tell you is the tribe of Dan literally is a tribe of serpents, reptilians. That's the same tribe that the Antichrist comes from in Assyria. Y'all don't have to, y'all got to start studying, man. Your Antichrist is going to be of the serpent seed. Why not? He's in court. He's actually incarnated with Satan in him. So he's going to be of that bloodline. And it's easier for that bloodline to host its own. So he not only has to have a body, he can incorporate, he can incarnate in himself, literally. But he has to be able to switch through his, his shape-shifting abilities and everything. This is why graphene and all that shit is important for people to get in their bodies now. Because he's trying to change the uh, alter the DNA of those who don't die from taking these fossil juices. Just like in the times of Noah. Reason why Noah was found righteous wasn't because he was literally a good man. It's because he was the only human being that wasn't tampered. Everybody else had been altered. That means that they were not human. They were something else. So those fallen ones are repeating the same thing over again in this timeline. This is where cloning and all this other stuff comes into play. So when we come about with Apollyon, these beings will show their true form at some point. But you got to also remember, they're going to come walking amongst you, looking like you when they're not you. And some of that will be from technology where they can shapeshift through their own uh, their own their own power power abilities. Some will have technologies that would allow that so that they can block the frequencies. And if your spiritual eyes, you call your first or third eyes and open, you won't see it. There's frequencies. Now, if you saw the movie They Live, which I talked about quite a lot before when I did the Antichrist 666 podcast, it was four hours for the first time in part two. You'll know I told you about in the movie They Live, they had a tower. And Roddy Piper, who played as the good guy, the main guy, he was the protagonist in that movie, he shot 
at this news broadcasting network, he shot their satellite that was beaming a frequency off of other frequencies to allow those beings to walk amongst us and look like humans. But once he shot that tower and destroyed it, frequency came down, the veil dropped, and everybody could see them as, to, as they what they really were. So that's kind of what's going on here. And I've got some speculations. I don't want to say fact. But I speculate through some sources and some research and through certain sources of information, private, I won't give out anybody's name, get nobody in trouble, have any, you know, inside government people have actually damn near verified some of these frequencies are right up there at the Pentagon in Washington, D.C. This is why a lot of rituals, symbolisms and things like that will go play. It's not just so they can mark the territory and communicate through symbolisms to one another. It is also a technology that they're using that um, has a lot to do with why we see things a certain way in our frequency bandwidth. And that may be a little over the top for some of you right now, so I won't go there. But what I'm saying is they put the truth in plain sight by hiding it in movies, things they call fiction. And that way you'll just look at it and see it as a damn good movie not ever thinking that this is really going on in your own reality. Mark my words, your boy told you something, keep it in mind. Don't ever say I didn't tell you. And it's recorded as such, as a receipt to you, so that if you ever have to refer back to it, as long as this podcast is up and running, you'll be able to do so. All right? So, Apollyon is definitely that being. He will serve next to Satan, and he will help Satan and Lucifer but at some point according to the book of Daniel and revelations the devil or the being you know as Satan and the being you know as Lucifer whom a lot of you think are one and the same again they're not they're going to turn on each other that's right they're going to turn on Lucy (laughs) and this whole army thing that they're building to go against God not just man it's good to go against the creator they're building an army to go against the most high he's going to turn his own army against them literally he's going to make his own army go against him then he's going to crush them himself I don't know how much of a battle it's going to be but I'm going to tell you something this sounds like Star Wars right now we ain't seen nothing Y'all think the Antichrist is more of a figment of someone's imagination or it's going to be an evil political man in power and that's no more than that. Yeah, he will have the son of perdition means the son of sin, the son of Satan, right? He's going to be an evil and he's going to be an evil bastard, but he's going to hide all that very well inside. He's going to come off looking like this charming, smooth talking, very highly intelligent, charismatic person. The world is going to love him. Bible tells us this if it were not for the days being shortened for the Alexei it said that this being would deceive the entire world that's how convincing and powerful this dude is going to be what short time it is to the most high to us it's going to be seven years of peace he's going to he's going to promise the world but only three and a half years of those pe- of that peace will he have. And the other four, he's going to, I mean, the other four, he's going to break it. He's going to show you who he really is. And he's going to reign for a thousand years. This devil. After that, the millennial, Yeshua will come back and uh, take care of business. But until then, this being was going to have full autonomy. 
There will be no more grace period. All right. There, you know, for a lot of people to keep thinking somebody going to come save you. No one's coming to save you. No one's going to come give you a hand except the one on the very end of your arm. You're going to be on your own in that time. You're going to have to prove yourself worthy. You're going to be hunted if you don't convert. You think this is a movie now. But your Bible is telling you this. And you will be killed. You cannot be converted. You will be killed. That's why it keeps telling you to endure until the end. And that's what you got to do, fam. Not trying to scare nobody, but I want to prepare everybody. Now, I might get into the rapture talk. That's for another day. Apollyon is the one that we need to start talking about more and more throughout as these podcasts continue. Because this being, if I'm not mistaken, may have already been unleashed upon the earth. Maybe. There's a lot of things pointing to it. But I do know for a fact, if he hasn't, he will be. Okay, and I've already given you something to speculate by looking into it for yourself. And that is Geneva, Switzerland, where the large hydrogen collider is built on top of was an ancient Roman temple that was an honor to Apollyon. What are the chances, man? What are the damn chances? And they're opening portals right on top of that. Who you think is buried below that in the abyss? Which Revelations chapter 9 verse 11 says. And I went to 9-11 to you on purpose. I don't know if you caught this. But in 2001, September, right? The 11th, 2020, uh, 2001. That's 9-11. The 9th month is a September, the 11th day. 9-11. Why do you think they call it 9-11? Not just because it's 911. And it's funny how you call 911 whenever you're referring to something in danger. But anyway, 911 is Revelations chapter 9, verse 11. Polion. I want you all to start looking at the CERN, paying attention to what they're talking about. If you haven't had any time to catch up on who CERN is, what they're about, I urge you in your most convenient time to do so. There's so much information out. There's no excuse where you can't take a second of your time. Type it in a search engine and look at a video. And I mean a legitimate video. Don't just watch what somebody else say on YouTube. Go to the actual people of CERN. Look at what they're trying to do. Then after you get the real true information of what they're doing, then you can go outside of them and see what others are saying like myself. If you just go straight to what others are saying, that can be considered a conspiracy. You wouldn't know because you haven't checked it out for yourself. Now, I know Isaiah chapter 8 verse 12 tells us not to tread on what people are treading on and, and saying is a conspiracy. But that's why I say you have to study to find and show yourself approved unto the most high. Seeking ye shall find, asking it shall be given, knocking the door shall open. You have to do research, fam. You have to pray. And if you really need answers and you're not getting them, you might have to fast. Now, I wouldn't recommend just fasting two or three days. And you're somebody who's not used to doing that. You'll make yourself sick and probably cause yourself health problems. You can even die from that. Now, you have to be careful and you have to be smart and you have to be safe. And fasting should not be done for anything but for spiritual purposes. Okay, so if you're doing it to try to show yourself 
to the public that you're fasting or you're trying to make yourself look like you're doing something in the open, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yahshua does not appreciate that because he speaks about that in the book of Matthew. So, again, the purpose of fasting is to get closer to the Most High spiritually. Your spiritual, your spiritual gifts will wake up. See, a lot of you want these gifts, but you don't want what comes with them. And when you don't, when you keep saying you want spiritual powers, you got to be careful with that. Spiritual powers will be given to you, but you may not be ready for what you get. And you might not see an angel of the most high when you, you know, because they run on a very high frequency. They only can be seen when they want to be seen. Now, here's the thing. You'll see spirits. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll see spirits. You won't be you won't be hallucinating. You'll see something that's really there and you'll be able to touch it. And it'll feel just as physical to you if you vibrate on the same level as it does. But to understand your third eye is a filter. It's a frequency filter. It helps you. It's a lens. So it switches itself. The, the more greater it gets the, and the less uh, tainted and, and stained it is with, with crud of darkness, the more brighter it is and the more you open it up because it gets wider. It can get as wide as gargles. When it gets that wide, that means you're on a very, very advanced level of seeing into the spirit world. So fast, so vast that nothing in this world is hidden from you. Because at this point, anything that vibrates to a higher dimension, more higher than ours, which is 3D, a third dimensional reality, can see us. It can see through walls. It can see what we think. It can, it can see anything we're doing. You can't hide from an entity that's in the fourth dimension and up. They can see everything you're doing. Hence, this is why the Most High, who's the highest of all things, who's at the, the, the top of that of that. Uh, Apex can can look down and see through all the dimensions simultaneously and know what everything is doing. (laughs) So, you know, there really isn't nothing you can do to hide from the creator. It's nothing. Wouldn't even bother. But being that you're a low entity vibrating, you're a lower being in this body. Beings can see you. So anyway, I urge you all to study chapter 9 of Revelations. If you have questions, please hit me up at jratedr at pharaohradio.com. That is the new email that we're going with now. We're going to stay with that. Um, hit me up. Let me know. I will eventually get back to doing questions and answers on air. I'm just taking a break from some things until I get things done on my end that I've been promising you. So until the website is up, I'm cutting everything like that out. Because it's a lot on me to have to try to keep up with all of that, do what I'm doing, and still provide putting out podcasts. I'm not complaining, family. I just got to take care of myself. I got to be healthy in order to deliver to you guys 100% information. And I want to be in good spirits when I do it. And I want you all happy. Okay? In order for me to do that, I got to take care of me first. And in order for me to provide for you what I promise you, I got to take away some things until... Once I get the website back, uh, I'm about to say back. <laughs> Once I get it up, you all, we will return back to our normal programming. Things will be more organized. You'll have a site you can refer to. You'll have sections on the site you can go to. It's going to be really exciting. So I don't want to keep talking about it. That's why I've cut out some things. That's why you haven't heard from me in a while. So bear with me and we will keep this going. I'm your boy, Jerry Dadar. You already know who it is, what it is, and why we do it. On that note, family, I love you all. Stay sharp, stay fresh, keep your mind open, and do your best. On that, on that note, 
I'm out. Peace and namaste. Yeah, a minute. Yeah, a minute. Uh, uh. It's, it's, it's Jimmy the Dog and I'm in the scene. Uh, yeah, a minute. Give me a minute. Yeah, boy, I'm in it. Uh, uh. Jimmy, Jimmy, the Dog in the scene. Yeah, a minute. Give me a minute. Yeah, yeah, I'm in it. Uh. Yeah, minute, yeah, boy, I'm in it, yeah, yeah, I'm in it, uh. No, no time forever, ever. No, no, no time forever, ever. Chip it, 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 chip it